I am just so happy that I get to see you and talk Any story. chance I get to see you is like, you know, an event. So this is great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so tell me about the beginning for you, where you grew up, how music oh, came okay. into your life. I grew up in, uh, in Kalihi. My dad bought a house there and uh, we were the last, we are the last of his uh, 12 children, Roland, myself and my sister Kanoi. And so we were raised in that home and it was always, you know, there was musical instruments everywhere. Our parents played music. So the beginnings, uh, I, I guess you would say that music was definitely a part of our beginnings and throughout our very young lives and well, till today. Are you the youngest? No, Roland was. Okay. Yeah, and so, they're twins, right? Yeah. So he and Tootsie were twins, are twins. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so she was born a few minutes before him, and then he's the baby. So I'm the one right above them. I'm number 10 of the 12. What was it like with so many siblings? You know, uh, crowded. <laughs> but, what I, but what stands out the most was the fact that there was always enough food. It wasn't the kind of thing where you had to grab and eat as quickly as you could. And I think it's because we were the babies. So uh, things had calmed down a little bit more and a lot of our older brothers and sisters had, were moving on, going to, to, to college or um, into the service and stuff like that. So it left more room for us at home. Uh, and we got a lot of things. That's not to say that we were affluent in any way because we were not, you know, we were very middle class, but people took care of our parents, they liked them. And so, in return, the parents took care of us. Mm. That sense of ohana and community. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff that you take for granted and you don't really think about that much until years later and in retrospect have the opportunity to, to, to really be grateful and to say thank you. Do you remember the first time you played a musical instrument? Or mm. That's so funny you should say that. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, my parents remember when I would uh, mimic at the piano because I could listen to someone play and then I could go back up there and play I started taking formal lessons in the third grade but what I remember the most uh, is when I was I was going to school first I went to school at Hongwenji Mission uh, and I was there from like kindergarten through like third grade then in the third grade my parents pulled me out and then I went to public school in Kalihi at uh, Fern School mm. and I remember that Around that time, I was given a solo to sing, and it was a Christmas song, and I remember singing that, and, and that's, that's the earliest memory that I have of doing something solo like that, yeah. Uh, Were you, do you recall being nervous, or you wanted to stand out, because... I, I don't remember whether I was nervous, I know I didn't want to stand out. I know I didn't want to do that, but uh, but I remember doing it, and I, so I, I think I was nervous. Um, but can I tell you about one other one? When I was in high school, my my, uh, my uncle and aunt had a house in Aiea, and we would go there for big parties, and my, my dad's family would come from Kohala, because <coughs> we're from Kohala on the big island, and uh, they would do all the food for the luau and stuff like that, and I remember at a party that uh, my father and them were playing music, and I was sitting with my cousins, and my father said, uh, called me and said, okay, you sing a song. And, and I remember standing up, uh, you know, amongst the family and stuff, and, and I sang, please release me, let me go. 
And uh, I remember everybody there was kind of like shutting up and looking at me like, who the hell are you? You know, and, and where did that come from? And, and, and that kind of like stands out in my mind. And then of course, then you go to Kamehameha and blah, 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 stuff like that. And so, then everybody sings, but yeah, yeah. you were special. I, you know, I never really thought I was special. Uh, I never felt like um, I was being treated specially until much, much later. And, and I, I didn't realize that I had such a gift with the voice because in our family, the brother above me, my brother Rodney, and I love telling the story because I love him so much. Uh, but my brother Rodney was the voice of the family. And it was always an understood kind of thing where my parents went around, whichever uh, sibling, whichever of the elder siblings who were around us would be the bosses. So for our brother Rodney, he was the voice, just hands down. We just sang background for him. And so, still to this day, I think of him as the voice of the family. Well, that's kind of like Michael Jordan, right? Because he chose the number, was it his number is 13 or 26 or whatever, because he wanted to be half as good as his brother. Really? Because his brother was the basketball Michael player. Jordan, the basketball player, mm -hmm. right? No kidding. He always looked up to his older brother and wanted to be half as good as he could be. And so, I love that. Same, same. That's well. beautiful. Oh, you, you know a lot of stuff. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what about hula? Uh, hula happened because my, my mom had a show and so my cousins would, would dance and stuff like that. But I really didn't get into hula as much until I started at Kamehameha. And my first teacher was Nona, Nona Beamer. And uh, so she instilled that in there, but it wasn't until really when I got to Mikey, Mikey Ayu Lake. And she had, I had asked her, no, sorry, what I'm talking about. My classmate had asked her to come and speak at a class that we had at the university. I, boy, let me tell you Reset. <laughs> so, when I was at Kamehameha, a classmate of mine, good friend, invited her aunt to come and speak to our class. And her aunt happened to be Mikey Ayu Lake. And that's how I got to meet her and eventually danced for her and opened up that whole world. Again, she th saw things that I, I never really saw in myself and uh, helped me to embrace it, to, uh, to like myself more. You know, when you hear about these kids today who are so together and they... they, they, they like who they are and what they're doing. That was not me. I mean, I had a big, you know, self-worth kind of feelings, which mm. just they were just were not there for me at all. And uh, you know, people call you stupid enough times you believe you're stupid, or you're ugly, or you're fat, or mm -hmm. um, you'll never win with uh, win with Hawaii or something like that. I was dumb, Howley. You? Yeah, and I'm so brown. <laughs> you? I can't believe. What school did you go to? Kapa'a. I cannot believe that. You, you do not look Howley to me. Because <laughs> my mom was Howley. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, then that's just being cruel. I would have had to tell you. <laughs> eh, kawaii. Cut it out. <laughs> well, you know, you're so re highly regarded with all your accomplishments and world travels and accolades. And when you look back on your life, what is it that you feel most proud of so far? I mean, because you've got so a lot far. more to go. Well, we hope so. But I tell you, I'm taking my time and having a great time. <laughs> uh, I think I'm the most proud to be a graduate of Mikea U Lake. Yeah, I think that for me, you know, even it supersedes performing at places like Carnegie Hall or Santori Hall in Japan and stuff like that. Or, you know, uh, in any, any city in the world that Roland and I performed that, I mean, they were great. They were great. But even if you were to ask me about performing itself, I would have to say that performing in Sam Kapu's garage in Kapahula on Duval Street is like one of my all-time sweet memories of life, being a student of Mikey Ayu Lake and then 
being a teacher for my students who have helped to make me become the person that I am and to like the person that I am. It, uh, it took a long time, but I'm so glad I'm finally there. Because mm. it, you know, <clears throat> once you like yourself, <laughs> preaching, yeah. Good, do it. Once you like yourself, once you really get to, to you, I make my guys do this in halal, to stand in front of the mirror. I have them stand in front of the mirror because I couldn't do it. Mm. And you say hello, you introduce yourself, and then you say to yourself in that mirror, I love you. I couldn't do it. That's very profound. Yeah. And when we first did it in Halal, some of the boys couldn't, and a lot of them couldn't. And through the years, you watch that change, and then, and then you know, you have new boys coming in, and, and that's how it is now. Suddenly in Halal, I have eight new guys trying out. I don't need a country. I just need eight new guys. <laughs> but I mean, it's so interesting to be able to get to that point where you, where you can actually say, you know, it really doesn't matter. People can say whatever they want, because mm -hmm. they're going to say whatever they want. But if I can be happy with, with what I have, and it's, again, it's interesting that you don't really, I find myself now, you know, you might remember those days when I had so much jewelry on, I, I look like a, something really, really cheap in a store like Goodwill, and I love Goodwill. Me too. You know? My but, wedding dress is from Goodwill. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. See, that's why I love you so much. <laughs> because, okay, here, okay, here's an example. Here's you, a beautiful local girl from Hawaii who can talk story at a, at a dinner party on a rooftop in New York City and then come home to Honolulu and sit down on the floor, eat crab with newspapers around you. <laughs> I love that about us. I, I love that we have that kind mm. of memory, that kind of experience to choose from. Because that, to me, you know, more than being able to buy a cold bed, I mean, that's nice too. But uh, just to be able to say, I like who I am, and I like that I'm from Kalihi. No, no need be shame, you know. Yep, be proud of who you are. Yeah, and I and I like being that way, and that's I think that's why I find myself. Can I just say I love living in this? Uh, it's like being in a in, in a forever atmosphere and attitude of gratitude mm -hmm. an attitude of gratitude That's is where wonderful. my life is right now so you know when I sing I feel the joy when I dance I, uh, I I do so to honor those that taught me when I do interviews like this it's not only for me it's it's because you're my friend and so if I and help you then we we help each other out yep. and hopefully help somebody out there that uh, is fat and ugly and has no talent <laughs> and is being called a haole or used to black or whatever. So we're in a great position to be able to do that. And in what a beautiful place to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have great memories of this place because we used to go across the street to our friend's house on New Year's Day for a big, you know, open house, Japanese kind of. Are you part Japanese? No, I'm Chinese, Russian, Polish, Jewish. You're not even Hawaiian? I know. I always thought you were Hawaiian. Although I did receive the Queen Liliuokalani scholarship after Hurricane Iniki. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> so I could go shopping at Gem. I remember And get clothes. You're too young to remember Gem. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And listen, can, while we're at it, can I thank you for your platform and everything that oh, you've done yeah, to I'm help I'm still out? committed to the community yes, and yeah. HIV, AIDS, and LGBT how rights. How interesting, yeah, how things have come along. Yes. It's yeah. wonderful. It is wonderful. And I'm like, I've been a champion since I was like 13. Yes, yes. And you know, when I think about my friends who are gone, 
and, and where it's come to today and how much concern there is for it now and how much help there is for it and how much people now because there is so much hope almost ignore it mm. I, it, it makes me happy and it makes me sad at the same time but it makes me proud that we did what we did at mm -hmm. the time to help so thanks for that thank you well. yeah it's a good thing really good thing I know your brother passed yes. and I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about it. I do. I'm okay. Um, how does his life and legacy live on now that he's gone? You know, I, I think this is true of almost anything in your life. I never, I never took advantage of Roland's, let me, no, let me just say, we say, retake. <laughs> when it comes to Roland, I wish that I had at the time been more mindful of his talent. I took it for granted and I always felt that it was going to be there. And today, when I sing and he's not there, or I, I listen, you know, when we were playing music together, there was an unwritten rule in my house that I would never listen to Brothers Casimiro. I mean, I wouldn't listen to it in my car. I would hear it if I went to a party or if, you know, maybe if I was at the, in the bathroom washing my hands at the airport. I'd hear me singing, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you go, oh, just there she is. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. But, um, but when I think about the fact today that I will not be able to have that sound um, for this particular lifetime anymore, and uh, uh, I miss that, and I miss him for it, and I miss my being able to say thank you. I, I mean, towards the end there of our career, I, I did have opportunities to thank him. Mm. Excuse me. To thank him, and I'm grateful for that. But, um, and you know, and we both battled t uh, diabetes. <clears throat> uh, Roland's uh, eventually took his, but I think because his was a little bit more advanced than mine, I didn't quite understand many of the times that he was uh, not feeling well, why he was feeling that way until um, years later. And now I'm going through some of that stuff and I can understand. So, you know, I, I wish that I had known then what I know now and that I wish that we had spoken more about it at the time. It's that damn thing I, that I did to myself too. I'm the older brother. If there are no older siblings around, then I make the decisions mm -hmm. first, and you just have to follow. And I, and I played that to the hilt. And I wish that I had understand that situation a little bit more so that I could have been more understanding. I'm sure he knows. I hope so. And because now I'm mad at him. <laughs> Since I can't be mad at me. <laughs> I'm mad at him. It's all about communication. It is. And, and it's such an important thing. And you know, I work so hard at communication. And it's so interesting, the ones that we choose to communicate with, as compared to the ones that we're thinking we're communicating with. Mm. And um, that's where I think I failed. I, I know I definitely failed when it came to time with, with, with Roland. It's hard because in retrospect, you think about a lot of things that you woulda, coulda, shoulda done. Yeah, always. Yeah, that thing. Always. And um, I think that's what is most impactful is when you have regret. Yeah. But being able to acknowledge it and move forward. Hopefully to, to, to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't really want to have any regrets. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. Because all the choices I've made have been my choices and I'm, I'm pretty happy with them. Yeah. But what am I saying? I'm happy. <laughs> I'm just so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. And I'm so honored to see you and chat with you and share this time with you. Well, we're pals. Yes. We have history. Long time. Yeah. I was even saying like, oh, I'm a little nervous because I don't really even know 
what to talk about because there's so much to talk about, you yeah. know. And you, we can talk about anything. <laughs> Let's talk about, do you like apples or oranges? Ooh. <laughs> Fuji apples. Okay. Dogs or cats? Anything with fur or feathers, but I am a little, impar I'm partial to cats. Really? Yeah, small kind. I would have thought you were a dog guy. I know. And then they're like, you're a cat person? Yeah, that's shocking to me, but I like it too. Okay, so if you had to sit down and eat something like for lunch, would it be a salad? Would it be a lao lao? Or would it be dim sum? Ooh, at the moment, I'd say dim sum. Just because I had Girl, quite a bit of lao lao recently. I love dim sum. I'm meeting my, my brother and my sister after this. We're going to go have lunch awesome. together. We're going to eat Chinese food. So, okay. I like how you flipped this and now you're interviewing me. Perfect. Yeah, because you know, because I can. Yeah. And your favorite color? Ooh, pink. Well, I like pink things and then blue for surrounding, like You know, walls. pink is your color. It always I, uh, has been. Yeah. I remember when you came out that night, when you when you won Miss Hawaii. Well, I remember the first time you ran. I do. And I was like, this girl should run again. <laughs> and uh, oh. I just, yeah. We have so much history. Yeah, we do. And I like, I like knowing that we have that history. So you live on Honol in Honolulu now? Yes. For several years now. I've right? been here since 98. Yeah. <laughs> and you were born in 97? I was born in I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> At Wilcox <laughs> Hospital on Kauai. Yes. I love your island, you know. You. My family's from the big island. And of course, I love the big island. You gotta, but my most favorite island is Kauai. Any You're from excuse? the Kohala Coast. Yeah, oh, no, Kohala itself. Oh, okay. Right up there. Yeah, my mom was from Havi, my dad was from Uli'i. And uh, so, you know, we have champions there that go back for generations and stuff like that. What are you looking forward to now? In my life? Mm -hmm. I am looking for, what am I looking forward to? I, simply put, waking up the next day. Uh, my mom used to, I remember her always saying, uh, oh, thank you, God, for another day. And I would be, I'd say to myself, that's, oh, that's someone else. Why would you do that? And now I find myself doing it. So what am I looking forward to? Waking up tomorrow. And, uh, and then after that, it would have to be uh, just keep singing. You know, I've always said that the day that I can't sing would probably the day, be the day that it's time to move on, mm. you know. Well, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. And she's still singing. She's still singing. <laughs> so um, I'm And you're still good. teaching and yep. are you composing and writing? You know, not so much anymore, okay. but when the when it's necessary, then I'll do it. So, you know, in May, this this uh, this May we uh we did a concert um I made a concert with Keoho. I did a Christmas I mean, I uh, made it <laughs> start again. You know, Roland and I started doing that 30-year May Day concert at the Shell. And then we stopped it after a while because, you know, our audience was getting older and we were getting older. Mm. And I didn't want to bathe anymore in the parking lot of the Waikiki Shell. You know. When I was younger, it didn't matter. But as I got older, I became so shy. <laughs> uh, so last year, I did my last one as a tribute to Roland and what we had done. Uh, at the, uh, the uh, Bishop Museum with uh, Paul Lele of Hawaii's Finest. And then this year we did one at the Convention Center with Kel Ho. And it's just, I like doing those kind of things now where I can be just like a guest artist for people, where I can like be interviewed by a friend, you know. Believe me, this kind of an interview is um, more rewarding to me uh, because we are friends, but also because, you know, because of the history.
we have as compared to a young kid that I really have to start all over again from who you know maybe never really saw Roland and I perform or me Roland and Peter because that's saying the old days you know 1969 to 1975 gosh so what am I looking for today singing, <laughs> singing a song waking up in the morning and dim sum. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs>